I'm starting to think every time we start a new episode, I've got to say something funny or interesting in place of a jingle. But welcome, everybody. Welcome back to episode three of Life's Corner Podcast here with Dave. Your best online friend. <laughs> Probably not, but I want to be at least in your top five. Today, 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 this is the day. No, I'm kidding. This is where we talk about one of the biggest struggles we all face in this world. Um, hence the title is called Keeping Calm in the Storm. And the storm meaning your life. And, <clears throat> excuse me, remember we keep it real here. We don't edit anything. Got my water with me. Uh, before we start this conversation, I would like to say thank you for everyone who's been listening to the first two episodes. Um, thank you for all your future listeners that who are going to listen to this episode eventually one day. Um, and before we start, hope you're all sitting down, relaxed, get your blanket on. If it's cold out, wherever you live, get comfy, get your water. I've got my water next to me, um, with some water enhancement or as we call around the house squirts, <laughs> um, like, you know, little drinks, the little, 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 you know what I'm talking about, right? The meal water, all that stuff. Well, we, we have out here in Canada, we also got, I don't know if everywhere else has what they have for brands but we have tang and one of my favorite we have they brought out a like crush like orange crush and grape crush <clears throat> excuse me and for tang they have pineapple banana and right now that's my jam it's one of my favorite ones to put in my water and um, my stepson wesley um you can tell you can tell when your kids are growing up he's 11 years old he's almost as tall as me and I'm five foot seven. Um, and he, not even six months ago, you couldn't pay him to have one of those meal waters in the in in anything. He would not drink it. He tried it once and said, mm -mm, "No, not me." And then a couple weeks ago, or what? No, the first Friday after they went back to school. Yeah, a couple weeks ago. And we're having. He comes home every Friday to have lunch with me. Because we only live like a, like a block away from his school. Hence why we live in this house. Because both of the kids went to the same school. Um, he's in grade 6. She's in grade 9. So they're both going to school. And we were like perfect, perfect spot. Yes, the you know we're on a street that's very traffic-y. But it's amazing. Like cause we have a garage. Go out through the back alley. All that great stuff. Um, so he... <clears throat> And now she's in high school at a different school, not that far away either. Well, she still has to take bus, but I digress. Anywho, but anyway, point being, every Friday we, we decided he used to be a, a lunch kid. He still is, Monday to Thursday. So we thought, well, would well, one day a week would you like to come home for, for, for lunch, hang out with dad? Because they don't call me stepdad, they call me dad. They adopted me. <laughs> There's a story behind that. One day we'll get to it maybe, but for now, this story. So, he comes home. This is the first Friday back. Like, he started his school that week. First Friday back lunch. And he goes, Dad, what? And he brings up, um, the wife has, it's country time lemonade. And he brings it up to me and goes, Dad, can I have this? And I said, what? I was shocked. I was like... If I was holding something, I would have dropped it. I said, yeah, sure, buddy. Yeah. So I put, we got, he got whatever he wanted to put water in. 
And he's like, well, how much do I put in here? And I said, let me show you once. And then you can do it next time. Next Friday, you can do it by yourself. He goes, okay. So I show him squirt. Not too bit. Not, depending on what size the container depends on how long you hold it. And you squeeze for. Squeeze. But his little container, little bit of squirt. I said, now you taste it. Is it is it up to your liking? Because you don't trust me. I, <laughs> You don't put too much in. I've done that by accident. It, it, it gets, it's not sweet anymore. It kind of gets bitter. And it's just gross. So he um <clears throat> he uh put some in. Uh, I put some in. He said, "Yeah, it tastes good." And he had that. And he goes, "Dad, you know," I, he said this exact phrase. He said, "I think it might be my brain is rewired, or this lemonade tastes like iced tea." And he, every time he drinks it, he keeps telling me it tastes like iced tea. And I said, "No." I said, "Do you want to know what the similarities between iced tea and lemonade? What they both have lemons in them." He goes, "Oh." Because when the kids learn new things, that's what their word is. They go, oh, especially her, the 14-year-old. She says, oh, to everything. But <clears throat> if I could, if we made a reality show with the things that she starts to learn for the first time at 14. Oh, man. I, I think it would be amazing for everyone to watch, watch the knowledge she gains. And then for some reason, she dumps the knowledge. And then two weeks later, you tell her again. She goes, I didn't know that. And I said, yes, you did, because I told you two weeks ago. And she goes, no, you didn't. I said, yes, I did. And <laughs> then I show her. I like basically tell her the moment that it happened. She goes, oh. She goes, oh, I forgot. I'm like, if I could add a nickel for everything you forget, I'd be a trillionaire. And I'm not saying that <laughs> in a bad way. It's just entertaining to watch how she she takes this knowledge and then she loses it and then she takes it in again and I'm sure she's lost it by now and then next time we have this conversation she'll it's I don't know we thought she was having memory problems but then we went and she got um MRI done and CAT scans done and or CT scan done and, and there's no abnormalities or anything there's nothing to, to show that she's you know she has anything wrong with her brain so because for a while it was kind of a made us a little worried that her memory retention skills were bad um, I think it's I I me and the doctor basically agreed thinking it's she overthinks too much so she kind of dumps the knowledge, she dumps certain things and then replaces it with things she cares about. A lot of us do that though. I do that, and that's and now that we're segueing into the actual conversation we're gonna have today, is about keeping calm in the storm because one of the biggest things to keep calm is your mind. And this this is coming from a guy who five years ago, not even, my mind was always racing. I mean, I'm I'm still an overthinker because when I get in when I get in that mode in terms of like not when I'm worried about something, but when I'm thinking about something, I it, my brain instantly snap, 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 snap goes to every scenario it possibly can in record time. So I have all the bases covered, but I hate it because it's I mean, I like it, but I hate it. It's good for being a tactician, especially when you play video games like I do, because I use the, I, I utilize that overthinking in terms of my video games. I pause the game and go, OK, we can do this, 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 this and this. Which outcome do I want to have happen? And then I go through it and I go, boom, I got the one that I was in the middle. I, not the one I wanted and not the one I didn't want. I got one in the middle. So <clears throat> my whole so keeping calm, especially in your mental state is super important because I'm not saying you have to, and it has nothing to do with like pushing down emotions. It's more just like keeping your mind as a calm ocean, 
That's how I think of mine every day. Um, and it's been helping a lot. Um, I still have my bad days here and there, but it's not as common as it used to be. It used to be every day. Now it's maybe once a week, which is really good, especially if you have a family like I do. When I was by myself, I think it was worse because of loneliness. And that's something we actually covered in the first iteration of this podcast was dealing with the loneliness because being lonely can also contribute to the storm. It's everything around you that can either make the storm worse or it can make it bearable to get through. Some people are our constant human reaction to when things go bad is to run and hide. Like they say, fight or flight. Most people fly. They mo most people choose flight because fighting usually makes it worse. And they think that if they run away, the storm's just going to dissipate. And that's not necessarily the case. Most of the time, the storm is just sitting out there outside your boundary waiting for you to come back. <clears throat> um, and it depends on what it is. And, and I'm not going to go through every single scenario that, that you possibly can going through, but just you have to think of what it is that the storm is brewing on right now like what's causing that the source of the storm um i'll use an example say you're having some massive drama with people friends family and every time you're around those people all you do is get into constant arguments so you think running away from it is going to just stop they'll calm down you come back you'll be fine but every time you do that and you come back you wonder why do we keep arguing? And that's probably because the other person, every time they see you, they, it reignites that grudge and they're like, or what the conversation was that kept fighting the last time. And they just want to keep doing it because they look at you and go <clears throat> like that. The, it just, you're, you are a reminder of why they were fighting with you in the first place. Now, when it's family, it's hard to deal. It's harder to deal with because you can't just, I mean, you can, you can, you can drop your family. <laughs> But I shouldn't, I wouldn't advise against it unless they were abusive or something. And then just get rid of them altogether. Live your life by yourself. Be your own family. But if you have a ton of people in that family that you're close to, and there's the few that you aren't that's causing this storm, then you're going to need to find a resolution. You have to either take the high road and walk up to them and say, you know what, I'm sorry for whatever it was that I did or contributed to making things bad between us. Um, you know, just say, can we just bury the hatchet or just, you know, come to some kind of resolution, even if it's like, you know what, let's not talk to each other for a year, see what happens. Um, in, in my case, in point, growing up and as a teenager, there was times where there was a long period of time where me and my dad weren't exactly on good terms with each other. Uh, I wouldn't say he hated me. I think he just hated the things I did. And I'm, I agree with him 100%. I, I made some really bad choices growing up. Um, I was a I was a dumb 20-year-old looking for something at the time that didn't even exist. I just wanted to run away. And I used love, and I say it with quotations because I know it wasn't real. I used love as a means of escape. Get out of that stupid town I was in. And I, okay, sorry. It to me at the time it was stupid. I didn't like that town. Now I have more respect for it because like um I have more respect for the people that care about that town. Um, I have more respect for the legacy. I have more respect for the memories that it has given me. 
that town taught me a whole lot growing up and I'm very thankful for it. If that town got wiped off the map, I guarantee you I'd probably be driving by there every every week putting flowers on the spot, you know, crying cuz that town gave me more than I I appreciate. It gave, I appreciate what it gave me now more than I did back then cuz back then I didn't like it. I just wanted to run away from it. And um <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry about that. <clears throat> um but that town was just Mm. but I use that excuse and point being me and my dad had a lot of problems and I used that as a means to get away from him and then when my mom got sick in 2010 um, she got sick in March but there was a time in September where we were sitting on the we were sitting this is back when I was drinking too we were sitting on the deck at the house because after we knew I knew she was sick uh, all my plans of moving out at the time because me and my girlfriend at the time not anymore um we were making plans on moving back to where I, like in the city where i live in now excuse me and um ooh, sorry jesus breakfast um oh and i also forgot to mention that this is being recorded on uh, january 19th 2024 just so you know but you can pretend it's today any day you listen to it so Anyway, so we dropped all our plans. Um, I dropped everything to stay home and take care of my mother. And she, we both were living at their house at the time. Long story for another day, but um, we were already there. So I decided well, we're going to just stick around and, and help her out. She agreed. And because uh, uh, at that time, um, my family really loved her and she really loved them. So it was a no-brainer for us to stick stay by and take care of my mom, but... But the point being that night in September, me and my father had a talk. And uh, we were both, you know, getting a little tipsy, but we still were heart to heart. And we buried the hatchet. We both agreed. Well, Mama also told both of us at one point, too, that that's what she wanted was for me and my father to, you know, get things back to get on the same page. She wanted us on the same page. She wanted us to be strong. She knew she, she, knew she wasn't going to survive this fight. But she wanted to make sure we were okay before she left. And we did. We we buried the hatchet. We hugged it out. We drank some more together that night. We shared a bunch of laughs. We shared some tears because we knew mom. We knew, we knew the inevitable was coming. We just didn't know how long it would be. And then not long. And then a month after that, my dad had a heart attack. Um, He didn't die from that. Uh, well, I mean, technically he died from um, heart failure. But at that time, he had a heart attack, survived through it like a champion. Because like I said, even at his funeral, he's a legend. He's a, He was my hero. I always believe that and I always know that. I always want to be as strong as him. Point being, we buried the hatchet and we talked it out. And if that's something you can do, if, it, if your storm is caused by people, try and talk to them. If they're friends and they won't let up, get rid of them. Get rid of them simple as that just like i said in the one episode about drink about well about staying on the sober wagon is that you you last episode actually is that when you change when you change with, with your lifestyle all the people that were that were part of that toxic lifestyle goes with it they they leave as soon as you get rid of the toxicity in your life you get rid of your vices they go along with them but some people remain i've 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 thrown out a lot of people in my life man and I'm going to tell you now, It there's some days where, I, yes, actually it was yesterday, last night, 
last night, me and the wife were coming home, picking up some good supper. And I was saying as right where we were about to get to the house. And I said, you know, I miss having, I miss having some decent friends. I do have some friends in the city. Don't get me wrong. I do have a couple good, good buddies I have left, but we don't, we don't hang out a lot. The last time me and one of my friends, um, hung out was last year in April. And then back on my birthday in November last year, just this recent one, obviously, he was like, hey, we need to hang out again sometime. And I said, yeah, sure. And we haven't even tried since. Um, Because life keeps getting in the way and I don't know why I let it. But well, I can't say it gets in the way. Sorry, take that back. <clears throat> life just happens. When you're 42 years old, you're not, you're not that young 20-year-old that runs around it's to hang out at everybody's house. You have responsibilities. You have things to do. I've got things to do here, you know, but I, I try not to push it in front of having a social life, but sometimes you just have no choice. These kids are the most important thing in the world to me. And if there's, if my attention is needed to take care of them over anything else, I will put them first always. And my friends out there, you know, I'm sorry if I've put them before you, but they always, they always come first. And a lot of people, thankfully, my friends that I have left completely understand that because my life has totally changed. And it has changed for the better because I'm practicing what I preach. I cut the fat out of my life. I don't have, the only time any kind of little storm happens, and I call it little because it's usually resolved within the same day, is if me and the wife have an argument. And trust me, there's... And, and I, I actually don't mind that sometimes we do because it's healthy for a relationship. And we'll get into that in the future because relationships are a huge part of life. And that's what this podcast is about, is talking about every aspect of life. But once we get through all some of those subjects, what are we going to talk about after? Well, we're going to talk about life. We can talk about the news. We can talk about anything. We can talk about what happened April 22nd, 1963. It, that's the whole point of this podcast is it doesn't have to be about now in the future. It could be about stuff that's already happened. It, I, I want to do an episode where we talk about the 90s. And a lot of young listeners, uh, if they listen to this podcast, they won't understand the 90s because that was the greatest time, the greatest decade. And Vanilla Ice will agree with me because he says it all the time. That was the greatest decade in the course of human history. And you, we will never experience anything that amazing ever again and when i think about it i get kind of upset because um it was it was one of my favorite stretch of years was 1993 all the way to 1996 um everything from well okay sorry that's a lie because 91 was good too but i don't know for some reason 93 96 was good but if i want to back it up a bit it'll be 91 to 96 <laughs> sorry because like super nintendo came out in 1991 um, Nintendo was already a force to be reckoned with. We had the console wars, Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Genesis, all that stuff. Um, and then close to the end of the 90s, we had PlayStation come in. Uh, we had the N64 came out. Like, And I'm looking at my N64 right now, and I'm sitting here going, man. I, I Every time I look at it, I remember those memories in my room. Because um, after my sister moved out, I had this basement room. And I was like, and, and I had her basement room. And I had my grandfather's old couch in there in front of the TV where I had the 64 and everything at. So I was chilling on the couch, always playing Nintendo games during the summer holidays from school. There were times where I was, I always liked to play WrestleMania 2000 and leave it on a Royal Rumble 
because with the bots, put 30 people on there, Royal Rumble, that'll take at least a good while. Excuse me. And I would lay there and watch, and I would just drift off to sleep. The background noise was the best. But, um, but yeah, we, we, yeah, I keep veering off topic. But your storm, your storm is exclusive to you, okay? Um, your storm, so yeah, back to relationships, but still, like, it, it, it all depends on what that storm is created by. It, it, but now we're going to go into the other part of what a storm could be. And that's part of just has to do with nobody but you. Are you behind in bills? Are you behind in rent? Are you not are you not making enough money at your current job to fulfill those things, to keep you living comfortable? And I say this straight up, I'm not I live in Canada. We're not having it any better over here than than anyone else is since COVID. COVID has COVID wrecked the economy. And uh, it made inflation a whole lot higher. Um, it made everything go up. Obviously, that's what inflation is. But it made the cost of living almost impossible for the average person. And that's where a lot of your storms are. Most of you people listening to this, most of you people, sorry, my bad. Most of the listeners listening to this, I'm sorry, I don't, don't mean to take it. Please don't take that personally. It just flies out of my mouth. <laughs> um, but most of the people listening, most of you amazing listeners, that's what your storm is, is you're trying to wonder, what am I going to do for next month? <laughs> and the sad thing is, is I worked in the restaurant business for over 20 years. I stopped because of COVID and I stopped because, well, I contracted COVID. And like I said in a previous po episode, I only lasted for a day, not even a day. It was under 20 hours. But it still, it left me with, it wrecked me so hard that I was like, I was just not interested anymore. I'm like, I need to do something different, man. But at the same time, we, I, we were, even at that time, we, we were still fresh in this house and we were worried, man. Like, we were worried that if we were going to make next month, we are going to make next year. Like, we, <clears throat> but we, we pulled ourselves out of it. When you have, when you have a partner or even a roommate who's willing to be on the same page and say, you know what, we're both on this boat together. Let's get through this. And we did. And look at us now, thriving and surviving, baby. That's how we do it. That's how I want everybody to do it. I want everyone to live just, I want everyone to live comfortable in, in their life because this is the only life we've got living. And it, it's, it saddens me to see on social media, I, I'm on TikTok a lot because I like watching little vi like all these little videos. I love watching YouTube, but I always see for every one video that shows someone enjoying life, there's three more that have somebody sitting there crying saying, I really wish I could get through tomorrow. And they're still in today. <laughs> they're worried about tomorrow and they haven't even finished today yet. And it's just, it, it hurts. I wish I had a trillion dollars. I wish somehow I could make so much money I could share it with everyone because that's the kind of person I am. Yeah, I, okay, I'm not going to lie. If I had to say, say this podcast was super popular and I made fifth, not saying I would make this kind of money, but let's just hypothetically in another universe that's not this one <laughs> where this podcast made me like say $50 million, right? <laughs> now let's let's take that $50 million. No, let's go 70 because we recently had lottery go up to 70 million and somebody in Alberta won it. Whoever you are. You know, let's get you know. 
I'm kidding. Um, congratulations. If you're the one who won it and you're listening, you better be maxing and relaxing over there. But at the same time, um, I'm not someone who thinks that I need to buy everything in the world. I'm not a materialistic person, even though I have a lot of materials around me. I know it's backwards, right? Because when I was younger, this is most of this came from when I was younger. I loved buying everything. I still do spend money, but it's like, hey, I need a year subscription of this instead of paying monthly or something like that or buy something for my streaming or for my podcasting or like this microphone wasn't cheap. Um, what is on this? I get you dirty already. Sorry about that, everybody. You notice things. That's part of my ADHD and my overthinking mind. I see something. I'm like, what? Anyway. But, uh, 70 million, okay? I might, if I had 70 million, I would still, there's a, there's, there's a couple houses in BC. Like, there's a house in BC I want to have for, um, the kids and us to go and have a vacation at every now and then. Um, and at the same time, and, Here's, here's where I'm thinking like a dad, not just like someone who would have $70 million. Um, of course, I'd be putting money away for the kids too. Lots of money. Like, they have no idea. And if they're listening to this, they might have an idea. Um, so I would buy that house. Not overly big, not too small. You know, I'd still keep this one. Uh, pay off, like do all the stuff I can to keep this house for long term. And then... uh. Because in BC, they've got some art programs. they got some cool stuff out there that uh, both the kids are interested in. She wants to be something as an artist. I'm not sure. She wants to do graphic design. they got lots of good schools out in Vancouver or Victoria and all that place in BC. He wants to be a game designer, like a programmer. Tons of stuff out there. So it actually benefits us, too, because it's like, hey, you know what? We have this house in... Like the, one of the houses I was looking at was this amazing place in Whistler, BC. So I'm like, yeah, cool. So the point I'm making is that $70 million, five, $70 million, man, I'd be trying to help everybody. I want to. I'd be like, and I'm, there's a lot of those people that do that on TikTok. Like, hey, you want, you want to make $6,000 tomorrow? I wouldn't be joshing around with them like that. I'd be like, no, no, seriously. I will come to your house with $6,000 in my hand and say, yours, peace, enjoy it, you know? I don't mess around with anybody. I don't trick nobody. I don't lie for views and attention or, or, you know, followers, all that stuff. You know, I'll tell you this one thing. The first episode of this podcast has six downloads. That means six people have listened to it. That makes me super happy seeing six and not just zero. I'm like, dang, six people. That makes me excited. Instead of saying 600, which I, I mean, we always want to reach for the stars, but you got to start at the bottom, right? So anyway, but yeah, I wish I could save everybody's storms and say, here, you know, you know what? I will give you as much money as you need to survive the next 12 months in your place and bills covered. And they'd say, why? And I'd say, because I don't want you to suffer. That's why. And that's the honest to God truth. Just like out here and in, in where I live. We have a really bad city council, minus a couple guys, but everyone else sucks. And they, they threw our homeless situation under the rug because they didn't like them being on the streets and all that stuff. So they're trying to, to throw them under the rug. And, and I guarantee you that silver spoon fed mayor uh, dictator we have, she's probably hoping 
that the winter kills them off. So there's not any more. There's there's a lot less than tomorrow. I mean, the next year, you know. Sorry, tomorrow, next year, or this year, this summer. <coughs> and here I am saying, I'm telling my wife, I'm I'm telling anyone who listens to me, give me give me ten million dollars, man, ten million dollars, and I'll come up with a better solution. I will come up with a better building than what they tried. All their failed mistakes, boom, gone. I, I've told a lot of people I could do her job way better as mayor of the city. Way better. Because like, and I know I'm getting into politics, and this is, this is what I'm talking about. This is the, the storms. How to keep calm in situations like this. Because the problem is, is that the, pro the problems, the things that they do in decision making for the city affects the, the people who pay taxes in the city. They do. And they don't understand that. They don't get it in their head. It does not process. And when you go there to tell them, if you try to go there during one of their council meetings to tell them that they're wrecking their own city, they'll call the cops and get you evicted or like get you kicked out of the chambers or whatever they call it, the council room, the building, which is very pathetic because they don't like criticism. They don't, dude, if I was mayor, I'd welcome everyone and say, hey, hey, everyone in the city, come to our meeting tonight. Voice your opinions. Tell me what you need. Because that's what a mayor does. But anyway. See, those are my little storms. Because those are the things I care about. But the point is, is that your storm is what I care about as well. And if I had that kind of money. If somehow by the grace of God that I had. Excuse me. That kind of money. I'd be giving back. And you would ask me why. I'm like. You know, because I feel like I owe you. Because you took the time out of your life to listen to me talk to you, to sit here and have a conversation. And that's why I picture it. When I when I sit down in this chair and put this microphone in my face, I feel like we're sitting on a park bench catching up on old times and we're just having a conversation. That's why I call you. That's why I consider myself your best friend for the however long that this podcast takes. So right now I'm at the 30 minute mark. I can go another five minutes. I mean, I can go as long as I want, but the whole point is I, I'm enjoying this conversation I'm having with you, even though I don't know what you look like. I don't know what your voice sounds like. I've never met you before in my life, but right now you're the only person I care about because I'm hoping that these podcasts, that these advice that I give based on my personal experiences, because remember, like I said before, and I'll say it again, I'm not a life coach. I mean, if people want to pay me to be one, that's cool. I could, I could help you out with some stuff. I mean, life coach wise, but at the same time, it's like, I'm, I'm, all I'm asking for is your attention and just sit down relax, have your hot chocolate, your coffee, have some snack to eat while you're listening, you know, and, uh, I hope you could take something away from this. I hope you can take away some bit of information that says, you know what? He said that one, that one thing he said earlier. Yeah, I can use that. I can use that as a tool for my advantage. That's the whole point of why I make these podcasts is to give you an advantage because I've walked that path um, and I made a typo on one of the episodes saying that I'm farther than you are and being sober. That's not true. A lot of people listening to this might be farther than me. I'm only at three years, almost three years, man. And of those people I know that have been at 15, 20 and they're still having problems managing it. 
but it's all about it, and that's part of the storm too that's part of keeping calm everything that life throws at you you need to be able to bounce it off deflect it with your calmness when people are trying to get under your skin the thing they hate the most is if they can't do it you have a defense system which is which is your inner zen which is your inner calmness you sit there you look at them you smile and they're just they're raging because they can't affect you life sometimes does that the universe sometimes does that it needs for you to react at least you think it does but really we just it's we're all we're all in this we're all in this big boat called earth together and i'm just one person who's looking around on everyone on this boat and saying if there's something i can give if there's any piece of wisdom i can give any one of you to help you through your day i'll do it I am I am verbally giving you the shirt off my back. Um actually I would like to make merch for this Life's Corner podcast merch. Um we did have we were working on t-shirts for something else. Um we only sold a couple. But um we could we I was thinking of maybe coming up with some designs for this podcast or you know maybe sayings that I said throughout these episodes we can put it on a shirt. Everyone, for some reason, really quotes on shirts seem to be the thing these days. So, which is fine with me because the funny thing is, is out of all the amazing designs we put on on those shirts, and some of them were from our kid, like our fourteen year old when she was thirteen. Um, the funny thing is, is that the only shirts that sold were the ones with quotes. So, that tells me something. <laughs> but. We're going to get back to it, uh, and then we're going to have a link on our podcast page, and if they allow me to, on every description of every episode I do in the future, because, you know, it's, it could, it, well, the proceeds also go towards this podcast, you know, we got to pay, well, I mean, we're not, we're, we're using the free, the free um, account right now, but... I'd really like to get up to premium and uh, get this bad boy on Spotify again. But, ta-ta for now. <laughs> we are done for the day. Now, your homework, if you choose to accept it, is writing me a 60-page essay. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> your homework is... Think if you want to go back and listen to us again, even the parts where I kind of veer off to the left, that's fine. But your homework is to look in your look at all aspects of your life, relationship, finances, um, everything. Relationships is kind of tied into family, friends, coworkers, all that stuff. Look into everything. If you have one little storm, even if it's tiny. Because tiny storms can grow to big storms. It's like a tornado. It could be a, a tiny little little funnel and it goes boom. And then there goes the whole farm and a town and someone's cow. If you've watched Twister. <laughs> and a drive-in movie theater. <laughs> anyway, you go and look and see what if you have any. If you don't, congratulations, great. But that does not mean you're safe, okay? Because... And I'm going to give you this little bit of advice beforehand is you need to be able to write one. Okay. Sorry. We're going to do this one piece at a time. First, identify if you, for those who have anything that's creating havoc in your life right now, identify what it is. 
identify the source and then figure out how and then you need to see kind of test the fence you need to see if it can be calmed down if it can be well calm down if it could be if the storm could be lessened or dissipated if not then it needs to be removed if there's if that's the last option you push it out of your life you get rid of that person or that thing that's causing it and you get rid of it um for those who don't have anything right now you need to be able to identify if something's going to happen now you think oh me and my my bestie got into a i can't believe i just said that on podcast but okay my best friend and i <laughs> my bestie um <laughs> we got into an argument yesterday that might be a potential storm brewing then you need to shut that stuff down right quick that means you call that you call that your best friend up and say hey you know what I'm sorry about yesterday. Be the bigger person. Take accountability. That's something that you'll notice nobody this day of age does anymore. Take accountability. Take the high road. Not just for your self-consciousness. Like not just for you feeling good at night about it, but for the fact that you need to show that other person's, hey, even if you weren't the one that started it, who cares? We're not 12 years old. Take the accountability and say, you know what? I apologize for what happened yesterday. I'm sorry that things got the way they are. And then also include yourself in it. Say, I'm sorry for what I contributed. Even if you're not the one that caused it, which nine out of 10 times, the person who did cause it usually points at you anyway. I mean, if it's just the two of you that argued, they, they like to say, well, it was your fault. You said this started me off and that's why I got mad at you. And you're like, no. No, 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 no. You're the one who started it. But you, that's when you get into the little kid. He said, she said, you know, BS. I apologize. Um, I try not to, I try to keep this family friendly. <laughs> you, at the end, oh, it's about pride. Just apologize. Be the bigger person. Um, people will be like other whatever and not talk to you for a while until they calm down, realize, oh, I was an idiot. And then they come back to you and say, I accept your apology or they apologize too. Or they will just apologize when you apologize and you have one big cry fest or laughing at each other and then you're friends again. But identifying the storms that are starting or before they start and making sure they don't happen is a lot easier on your stress and mental levels. Because stress is a killer, especially this day of age, because everything... Because this day of age, with everything going up, all the craziness that happened with COVID, um, some people, they're paranoid about it coming back. Because, I mean, th there's still little bits of it out there. But now it's become like the common cold. It's now part of this world. It's never going to go away. It's just not going to be a global pandemic like it used to be. Unless a new thing comes in, kicks its butt out of the place and says, yo, I'm the new, I'm the new pandemic. And then we have to go through this all over again. But I'm not saying we will. I'm not a conspiracy theorist and all that stuff. I'm just more of a, I'm a realist. I see, I see things as they happen and go, okay, you know, this is what's happening. I mean, I do have imagination going, man, it'd be cool if aliens landed. Or it'd be cool if, uh, you know, something out of a movie happened, but it's not going to happen. I don't think Transformers are going to fall into the sky and, you know, start saving us from Megatron. But I, I like to believe that one day it could. But it's not gonna. <laughs> but yes, calming the storms. 
keeping calm in the storm. Even if you're in the middle of one, keeping calm is the most important thing. You need to get your mind at a happy place. I like to say an ocean because I, for some reason, I love water. I love the ocean. I've always wanted to go stand in it. Haven't yet. I will one day. I, that's my goal, stand in the ocean. But for now, um, I'm just, I'm just taking, taking deep breaths. Um, I'm, tr I'm also trying to be strategic when I wake up in the morning and saying, well, this is what I have to do today. This is what could possibly happen. You know, let's, and I just say, let's get at it, you know? And I, I'm now at the point where I'm strong enough where I'm saying I can, I can face anything that happens to me every day. And I can. And that's where I'm trying, hoping, hoping you can get to as well. That level is saying, you wake up in the morning saying, I'm ready for anything. Let's do this. You know, that motivation. Because we only have one life. And it's not just about work. It's not just about making money. It's about enjoying the ride. Okay? It's about loving every day we have on this earth. Because we're not entitled to be here. Not once. This is a privilege, not a right. You know what I mean? Like... And, uh, you know, we had two lovely parents. Well, I wouldn't say I did, but, you know, people that came together to bring us into this world. Yes. Some people say, well, I was forced to be here. Well, you know, that's that's not the greatest thing of looking at it. For me, I I was brought into this world and there were times where I was mad about it. And now I'm like loving every day. I start, Like I said, this morning, I started my morning off with a nice little prayer to myself and to the Lord above and said, you know, I'm very thankful for this day. Thankful to be living on this beautiful day. Thankful to be able to do this and talk to you guys. Um, and I'm going to try and make the most of my day. So. But yeah, we are at the end of this. Oh, 41 minutes we're at now. Holy cripes. Okay, well, we are going to shut this down today. I hope you guys took something away. I'm sorry I keep veering off left, right, center. I just get so excited to talk. Uh, I want, I feel like I want to, sh I need to share everything with you. Cause like I said, we're like best friends on a park bench. I haven't seen you in a while. I need, I just want to talk to you about anything and everything. So next episode, next episode. Um, I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of a moron when I wrote that. So I'm going to come up with an idea because the next episode was kind of like a part two to this one. Cause it's, it was, it was called dealing with the struggles, but at the same time, it's, it's, um, it has a lot to relate to with keeping calm in the storm. Cause that's still dealing with the struggles, you know, but we actually know we can talk about that too, because it's more like dealing with the financial struggles, because that's a huge piece of what we're all going through right now is finances. So yeah, next episode, we're going to be talking about dealing with finances and we're going to be talking about dealing with, um, inflation, all that stuff. Now I'm not going to, I'm not no math whiz. I'm not no budget guru, all that stuff. I'm just taking you guys through how we deal with it. And hopefully you can utilize this system that we have, because I think it's a, it's a pretty kick butt system that we got going on here. And, um, I just want to, I'm actually considering having crystal come on for this one, um, to, to do this podcast to sit with me and talk about it because I think it's important that, uh, yeah, that she, she's the math whiz of the house. She's the one who deals with all this stuff mostly. Cause, uh, that's the best thing about having a partner is, um, she's 
I'm not the greatest. I mean, I, I know how to pay bills. I know how to budget, but she's just better at it than I am. And she's been doing it for a longer time than I have when it comes to multiple people. So, um, I let her handle it and she just tells me, it's like, yo, like, this is the difference from this year to last or from like this month to last month, all that stuff. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, you know, um, she's basically the accountant of the family <laughs> and she does a very good job of it. So I'm, I don't know. I'm going to think about it. We'll see. We'll see. So if you look at this video and you see, uh, with, or you look at the, the description, you see that she's on there then you're going to enjoy this because trust me, she's an amazing human being and she's funny as heck. So, but yeah, we're signing off now. We're almost at 45 minutes. <laughs> Maybe that's what I'm waiting for. 45 minutes. Come on, let's go. And we will, uh, get this done. And then we will talk and I'll like, I always do. And I will say this again. I put my email down in the description below. You can email me anytime, any place. Don't care if it's four in the morning, four in the afternoon. If it's during a holiday, don't care. Email me anytime you want to talk. I will read the email. I will respond. I will listen. Just let me know. Make sure you let me know you're from a list. You're a listener from the podcast and uh, we will have a conversation. Anything you want to talk about, we will, we shall talk. Um, and I've also said before down the road, I'd like to do some, some, uh, when people do write in, I would like to do some, you know, if, if they allow me to, cause it's, it's based on permission. I know it's my show, but it's still your privacy. So if you come to me and say, Hey, uh, your show helped or whatever, blah, 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 like anything cool like that. If you want me to talk about it on the show, on the podcast, please say that you'd like me to talk about it. If you don't want me to talk about it, then please tell me not to. Um, but when I do get letters in, I will mention that I got a letter in and then I will give you my reply. I mean, I'll still write email you a reply, but I mean, I think it's important to showcase these things because then other people get to know that other people, uh, like a community, you know, we all help each other out. So anyway, oh, 46 minutes now. There we go. So we are finally, finally signing off. Plus I have a little man coming here for, for lunch real quick. So. Uh, see you guys in the next episode. Um, have a great rest of your weekend because I know it's a Friday when I recorded this. It'll probably be a when it's a uh, oh yeah episodes every Wednesday by the way. So see you guys on the next episode. Have a great one. Peace.